I ask, has two thumbs and is burnt out this week? Who has two thumbs and is burnt out this week? It's me. I'm the one that's burnt out. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to episode five of Unsubscribe from the Bullshit Podcast. My name is Caitlin B. Hyde, coming at you from Hide and Seek Life to give you the podcast that talks about unsubscribing from the terms and conditions placed on you by other people and subscribing to your own life. Haha. Well, I first of all wanted to say that I so appreciate everyone's patience and support. Um, if you follow me on Instagram at, uh, at unsubscribe to the BS podcast, um, and tuned into my stories lately, you would have seen that I decided to take a little bit of time off. Um, and by time off, I mean I decided instead of posting an episode every week that I'd be doing it every two weeks. Um, I can't take full credit for that, so that, that you know, I shout out, I give a full shout out to my neighbour. <laughs> neighbour slash landlord slash friend, Taylor, if you're out there listening to this, thank you for putting me on the straight and narrow and reminding me of what it is I teach my clients and one of the things I teach them is do not burn the candle at both ends. Well, would you guess what I just done? I burnt the candle at both ends. So I wanted to come on here and talk about that and I decided to use a different setting on my microphone today. So I mean, I don't know if you notice it, but um, I sure do. So that's all that matters. Um, kind of new to this techie world, so I don't know if it sounds any different. I don't know if it sounds any different. Should I whisper? Okay, okay, I'm not gonna do that. Oh my god, okay, so I mean, in the interest of full disclosure, I felt this was an appropriate way for me to, um, I guess, come back strong. Um, and that's kind of by calling myself out for not, you know, uh, doing the kind of things that I always recommend, not just my clients, but my friends do as well. Fellow business owners and entrepreneurs will know that it's a different kettle of fish sometimes being your own boss because, you know, if stuff doesn't get done, then it doesn't get done, <laughs> especially if it's just you. So that can be difficult. But it's caused me to, you know, reflect on um, how far I've actually come in the past couple of years, if I'm being quite honest with you. Um, I mean, as cheesy as that might sound. But um, I wanted to talk about this because, you know, I think as a society, I think we all chase after the next big thing, right? Like the next thing, whether that's the next job, the next promotion, the next certification, um, the next degree, you know, whatever it is that we're kind of chasing, um, that next level, we often chase after it um, without really taking the time to fully consider and also honour like where we are now, right? And I say that because, you know, over the... the, 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 the <laughs> ooh! Uh, I'm not even going to edit that out, actually. So, over the past weekend, <laughs> I had some time to myself, right? I had some time to rest, which was nice. Um, you know, part of me was like, what is rest? What do we do? How do we do this? Do we plan it? Is there something we're supposed to do? Like, so it's hard, you know, for me to rest. But I did. And I was thinking about 
when I was um like a year ago like I say a year ago but then again I have lost all concept of time like thanks pandemic so let's say two years ago <laughs> in fact let's even strip it back even further let's go back five years shall we let's flash back five years ah let's do it five years ago when I landed in Canada it wasn't exactly five years ago like take a break right almost five years ago to the day anyway five years ago when I got to Canada I can I moved over here and I mentioned this in the last episode that I done with the brilliant the amazing Sam over at copy by her if you haven't checked that episode out like why why not why haven't you anyway in that episode I talked about when I moved over to Canada I had like $700 in my bank account <laughs> that is not an exaggeration like the so I think it was like maybe 700 pounds right um and at that time I think the exchange rate it was like over like a thousand bucks on my bank account now you know like maybe to some people like that would be good and it was it was a good position to be in but we also have to take into consideration like I had to pay for visas and find somewhere to live or not find somewhere to live like pay rent um you know all of the the essential stuff like you know uh, to live so really not that much money when you think about it especially when that was like the minimum you know like that was the minimum that I was allowed in my bank account in order for me to move over here um, and if it wasn't for my husband um, or he was my boyfriend at the time you know having a stable job upon me coming over here I'm not sure I would have been laying in the country but that's that's not here, here nor there <laughs> So moving to the country was a bit of a panic because I was like, wow, like I've I've just left this job behind and as soon like as soon as I landed in Canadian soil, I knew that what I wanted to do was a little bit bigger than I think myself. And I think that it's always going to be like that and I'm just going to have to learn to navigate that as best as I can. But you know, at the time I didn't quite realise what it is that I wanted to do with my life, with myself. Like I didn't really even know, other than being with my husband, what it was I was I was doing in Canada. <laughs> um, it was all a little bit scary. So when I when I touched down, I quite literally hit the ground running, and I I had said to myself, you know, I'm not gonna work for, um, you know, the summer. You know, I want to spend time with him. I think that lasted maybe a month and then the next thing I know I have like four jobs and I just continuously had an abundance of jobs and I went from job to job to job and I worked hard, hard as anything just to get to a place where I could be comfortable, get to a place where I could scale my life and figure out what the fuck it is I wanted to do. Thankfully a couple years later, you know, I, I fell into this field, I, uh, you know, not totally randomly, like if you'd listened to the first episode you would have heard me say that when I was 17 I decided that I wanted to be a life coach without really understanding what it is that looked like. Um, but you know, it took me a while to kind of get there, right? Um, but anyway, my point is, <laughs> when I first came over here, you know, with £700 in my bank account, I was constantly looking for the next thing, you know? Um, the next job that was like a step up from the job I had before um, you know I just I wanted to establish myself so much that I didn't take the chance to actually look 
back and think, wow, like, look how far I've come quite physically. 3,000 miles, like, look how far I've come energetically, physically, emotionally, spiritually, in so many different ways. And it wasn't until, I think, maybe two years ago, I actually was able to look back and go, oh my god, like, I moved country? At the age of, like, 23? That's huge. I think I was 22? 22, 23, like, again, age, time, I don't know. Um, But that's quite young to have made such a bold move, like, in... Intuitively speaking, I knew that it was the best thing for me to do. I felt it very deep down. But it took me a very long time to reach a point where it all kind of made sense. Which sucked. Because now what happened was I was in a position where I was just constantly seeking that sort of next hit. Right? You know, that instant gratification. Like, what's next? And I never ever learned the art of really honouring where I am and how far I've come until the past couple years. So the past two years, I have really been able to go like, wow, you know, like, I'm quite proud of myself and I think that it's okay for me to say that, but there's still that bit, that part of me, you know, that exists in that mindset of I have to keep moving forward, you know, like I have to keep chasing after that next big thing and the problem that I'm coming into now is I'm at a bit of a crossroads as to what that next thing might be you know um not to say that I'm not happy with where I am now but it's again I always get to these places where my ideas become bigger than me (laughs) and if you are an entrepreneur um, a fellow business owner or someone that's just like highly motivated and highly driven then you're going to be listening to this just like shaking your head and laughing because you get it <laughs> you 100% get it like it comes with the territory which I think it was a very natural progression for me to become a business owner um, especially in the capacity that I am now with the sort of um, you know the hypnosis the healing the coaching It just really suits my personality. It really suits that part of me that's very present, that part of me that's very intuitive, and that part of me that's very emotionally intelligent, emotionally mature. You know, all of the things, like just a natural fucking healer. (laughs) And I'm happy admitting that, but then there's this other side of my personality that's just like, we gotta work. And it's just like, and then that the, the nice like flowy intuitive side, it's like, what is it that we have to do today? I don't know, we gotta do something. And it's just this battle between like the two parts of myself that I've been working so, so hard on trying to balance, you know? And uh, yeah, so that was kind of, <laughs> that's, you know, that's brought me to have a lot of different thoughts because we, we always, you know, chase after that next thing. and. Um, for me, the the um, the sort of not breaking point like that aha moment was uh, when I moved to a different town. So when I first um, when I first moved over here, I moved. Uh, I'm not gonna tell you where I moved to, <laughs> but I was in the same town for five years, and then um, in October this past October, so October 2020, depending on when you're, when you're listening to this, um, I moved to a different town, and. I was nervous about it because, I, like, you know, I'd moved to a different country, which is big in itself, and I was very, um, you know, 
very lucky in the sense that I got to stay in a very familiar uncomfortable environment for you know the five years that sort of followed that um and then and then we moved I was like oh man like <laughs> you know like it, it was kind of um it, like it hit me all over again that I that I was moving and you know and then I was reminded of the, the, the even bigger move that I had made five years previous to that but moving was so interesting because you know and it's something as simple as you know my doctor my dentist my optometrist are still in this town that I lived in for the past five years so whenever I go back to it I'm like wow <laughs> like I remember what it felt like living here and I remember feeling like I was always stuck in the hamster wheel of life I remember always trying to you know chase after that next big thing so it's so very cathartic whenever I'm able to drive, you know, to that place for whatever reason and kind of remind myself that, you know, the life I have now is something that I've always wanted. And that is really cool. And going back to, again, that first episode when I had said, you know, I'd, I'd wanted to be a life coach since I was 17. So to think I've actually did it, you know, like 10 years later, like here I am. And I don't give myself enough fucking credit for that. And I, I, I feel like we, we never do, right? We, we never we never really give ourselves a pat on the back until it's probably too late. So if there's anything that I want to get across in this episode and, and what I've just said and things that I'm going to just, you know, continue talking about is like, how how much are you, how much props are you giving yourself for how far you have come? And that's just been not weighing on me heavy, but it's just it's been like a sort of constant reminder that, hey, like, remember when this is what you wanted? Well, you have it now. So stop chasing after that next thing and really honor it. Because when I think about it, when I think about what chasing feels like for me, chasing feels really desperate. And when I was when I had first moved over here and I was chasing after, you know, some kind of, I, th I think I was more than anything else. I just wanted to have like a better reputation that wasn't just, oh, here's the new girl that, that moved here from Scotland. You know, that was kind of, that was what I was to people, which is fine at first. <laughs> and then it kind of wears on you. I mean, if we want to go back even further, I think that the reason I wanted to be more than just the <clears throat> the new girl that moved over from Scotland is because I I feel like I feel like my my default would to be like and I was never heard in a way that I wanted to be heard, but ultimately I didn't have the nuts to speak my truth. <laughs> I didn't have the the balls to say like this isn't the life I want for myself. I want, you know, I want something else entirely because when I decided to start my business, that came with, a, you know, that, that came with a lot of, a lot of confidence, like a lot of, a lot of nads, really, if you think about it, like a lot of just, you know, bold moves. I didn't really have a lot of time to marinate, so to speak. Like if you want to use that metaphor, I just kind of slapped a bit of meat on the grill and I was like, let's do it, you know? Um, and I think before I was always maybe a little bit too afraid to say that because it's, you know, again, going back to that, my ideas just seem a little bit bigger than, than myself sometimes, which is kind of scary, but that probably comes with the territory of being a, an entrepreneur 
or so to speak. But anyway, to stay back on point, um, <laughs> we are um, we are definitely in a society that um, I mean I have to say is is really veering away from this like grind culture, right? Um, you know, there was a time there was a time in our um, existence, I guess, where people would sort of pride themselves in not taking personal days or vacation days and just kind of working themselves to the bone. Like, that was a point of pride for a lot of people. And um, I, I've always had that work ethic in me, but I've also always had that other side of me where, where I'm like, you know, I want it to be a little bit more easeful and a little bit more heart-centered than just like kind of um, just working myself to the bone. And sometimes I need people to remind me of that, right? Like, <laughs> uh, you know, it's easier for me to, to be on the other other side of one of my clients sitting there going like, you know, I'm really burnt out. Um, but it's, it's often de- more difficult to kind of notice it within yourself, right? So I want to talk about like, you know, what that kind of looks like and, and how to maybe how to maybe navigate that if, if you're listening if you've managed to stuck stick with me so far like I thank you for that um but I'm curious about um what being burnt out means to you um what grinding hard and working hard means to you um and is that the kind of life that you want that kind of like the, the life that you want for yourself like because when I think about why I've been working myself so hard the past couple of weeks. It's, I, I, I want to be, I want to set myself up for success, obviously, like we all do. But I often kind of forget to give myself like a pat on the back for like the little things, like those little, you know, those little uh, things that sort of pop up. The mini successes, the small victories, so to speak, that come up as we're sort of going towards that big thing, that big goal that we kind of have. Um, and, and it could be something as small as like your habits changing. And I woke up a little bit earlier today, I read a book rather than, you know, scrolling through my phone. And that's something I, I, I'm quite proud of. And it's just, it doesn't have to be, you know, these, these big things, but for some reason we're kind of like, we're kind of moving away from grind culture, but we're still stuck there. <laughs> right? I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Like, we're still stuck. And I feel like this new generation are um, doing with it like a little bit more ease than I think maybe my generation. So I'm, you know, um, according to Google, I guess, is I'm a millennial. Um, and as much as my generation at one point caused a lot of the boomers and the other generations to roll their eyes, I feel like what really makes <laughs> um, millennials very interesting is that they they kind of spearheaded that um, stepping away from the grind culture, <laughs> right? Stepping away from that, working yourself to the bone, and um, we were given a lot of a lot of crap for it. So what actually happens now is. <laughs> Um, we have a generation of people that are stepping away from it, but they still feel so guilty about doing it. <laughs> Which, there's so much irony attached to that. And I, I always find that so very interesting. So whenever I, I think about, you know, trying to find more of a work-life balance for myself, I'm like, like I'm I'm logically aware of, of how important it is for me to do that and how, how much, you know, 
I can actually achieve when I work on my own terms, when I work at a slower pace, but there's still that little voice in my head that's like, no, we have to keep, we have to keep doing it. <laughs> we have to keep doing more and more and more and more, but it's really not a feasible like model to, to operate from if, if, yeah, if you catch me, you know? It's really not, but I always find that quite interesting. Like we're trying to sort of navigate away from it, but there's still so much um, generational guilt <laughs> that's been passed down from generation to generation of hardworking people that maybe didn't have a choice but to work for themselves to the bone, right? That was like, people didn't have a choice to do that. And, you know, some of us still don't. And, you know, I'm surrounded, especially in the coaching world, um, in the business coaching world, I'm surrounded by all of these reminders of like, there's easier ways to do it. You know, um, it, it doesn't have to be like that. And I totally agree, it doesn't have to be, but it's so interesting because it's like, if you could flick it off like a switch, then I'm sure a lot more people would do it. But it's not, it's not really like that now, is it? You know, we're moving away from it. We are. It's, um, it's maybe one step forward and three steps back. And if you're wondering what that noise is, um, nobody is dying. There's just, <laughs> the neighbor's kids are just playing. Um, just in case you hear a scream. Don't have anyone in my closet today. So, <laughs> um, but yes, we're, like we're just, um, we're moving away from it. And uh, the further we get away from it, the bigger the guilt becomes, right? And isn't that an interesting thought? I was thinking about that the other day and I was like, wow, that makes a lot of sense. Um, which kind of brings me to my next question, like, you know, what, what has to give in order for us to get even like closer to that place of ease? <laughs> when it's not working yourself to the bone. And I recognize that a big part of it is, you know, the uh, living wage currently. For those of us who are not business owners, maybe even for those of us who are, who are still affected by it, um, you know, all of that does come into play. Um, but there's just so many resources out there that sort of um, tell us how to work. You know, work smarter, not harder. Um, and yet there's still so much guilt associated with it. I found that very interesting. Yes, so that's my uh, my my point I wanted to make on that, on grind culture, but also just on, you know, grind culture. Like, <sighs> you know, being an entrepreneur, um, a business owner, especially a sole proprietor, it can get quite lonely out here, you know. Um, I used to have jobs where I was I would be like surrounded by you know like-minded people I would always just have like a team of people available to me and it was always like a kind of like a source of comfort having that social interaction um, even if it's like oh like you know you know Monday like that's literally all your interaction is with someone but you know it's it's nice to have that so whenever you kind of veer away from that you kind of miss it you know you miss it you miss those people um, and so, you know, it's important to have a community. I think regardless of what you do, I think it's important to have a community. Like, I was saying at the beginning of this chat, so another show again, but I was on a walk yesterday and I bumped into, um, I bumped into some friends and, you know, they were like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm burnt out. Um, so, you know, I was in, um, invited in for a beer and we had a chat. 
Um, and as I was leaving, I was like, yeah, like, you know, thanks for the chat. And, and um, she had, the friend had said, it takes a village. And it's such a, you know, if you really think about it, like it's maybe an overused, a bit of a cliche thing to say, but it's also like a very true thing to say. Because like, it, it really fucking does take a village. So, and I often forget that. <laughs> I forget that whenever I'm going through the 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 uh, the thick of it, into the thick of it, into the thick of it. Sorry, um, I often forget whenever I'm going through the, the thick of it um, that it's okay for me to reach out for help. You know, just like when my clients reach out to me and they're like, you know, I, I can't I can't do it anymore. Like I need a little bit of guidance. You know, it makes sense for them to do that. I'm here for them. And I, I love to be that person for them. So it's like, uh, again, sometimes we kind of just forget that it's okay for us to do the same thing. So at least that's kind of where where I, I'm at with it. And that's the journey that I've been on the past couple of days is just like, you know, it's okay for me to reach out and be like, hey, you know, um, I am struggling. And it, and it doesn't have to be this big whoop to do. It's just, you know, I like I need, I just need someone to to hear me right like and not doing stuff alone and letting people in and reminding yourself or, or if you need other people to remind you that being a successful person doesn't have to mean that you're working yourself to the bone <laughs> right uh yeah easier said though it's 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 interesting um that, that we kind of do this um you know, chasing after that shiny, shiny new object and, and working ourselves to death. Well, not to death, but that's maybe a, a bit of an over-exaggeration, a bit of a stretch. But, yeah, like, what happened? <laughs> we were we were so close to, um, to um, you know, navigating that, that part of our society and then all of a sudden we're kind of, like, back into it again. I just... I find that I find that very interesting, especially when I'm I, I know exactly what it is I need to do in order to get myself out of that funk that I'm in, so to speak. Cause here's something that I think we all know. <laughs> like we already know this. We already know that rest is super important, right? To rest, to recover. Now before I go on, I just wanted to say that I do recognise and acknowledge that some of us have a little bit more privilege in the sense that we can rest and recover. We have a little bit more freedoms. So I fully acknowledge that I do hold on to some of those privileges. Um, and I think that it's important that rest is something that, and again, this is probably going to sound silly, but it's important that rest is like widely available and accessible to everyone, regardless of which background you're coming from, right? And and whenever I say that, like that does sound quite radical because it's like, what do you mean that rest isn't available? And it's like, well, rest isn't available for a lot of different people. A lot of different communities, they work themselves because they have no choice, you know? Um, you got families that are working multiple jobs just to put food on their family's table and it's like, they don't really have a choice. And it's, that's what I mean when I say rest should be accessible to people, right? And that's not something that has to necessarily come from the person. That's like a systematic thing that has to change, right? 
is because you know one of the the reasons we cannot step out of this grind and hustle culture is because you know our, our systems are kind of perpetrating that for us they're kind of deciding that this is like the path that everyone's going to take um <laughs> the path of most resistance <laughs> but rest is a huge a huge thing and rest can be hugely productive now i know this you know this so why is it whenever we're at that height of stress that we forget about that right and you know again i use the experience of being a business owner because it's my own experience if this isn't something you resonate with um i just wanted to i just wanted to make that kind of clear like that's my experience with it but let's just take social media for example um one way that i operate my business is i i use organic marketing through social media so that's how i kind of showcase myself right kind of show people this is who i am this is what i do so in a lot of ways i'm always on right i'm always on um i mean i i, I use posting apps scheduling apps all that kind of stuff but generally speaking um I'm always on, you know, and it can be kind of difficult for me to shut off because social media doesn't have a closing time. It's something that just kind of keeps going and going and going. And then it's like, you know, there's this sort of fear that when you stop working, um, you take some time off. It's like so fucking some new term and conditions come out. And you need, <laughs> there's like, a, there's like, there's a new update <laughs> that you need to go on board with. There's like a new trend um, and it can be quite difficult, you know, especially as like a modern online business is like very difficult to kind of keep up to it so often I find myself becoming trapped in that um, and I know that I'm not the only one I, I have many amazing fellow um, you know business owners that are in my immediate circle that experience that burnout too and it's just you know having to kind of remind yourself that like social media is not going anywhere the app is not going anywhere the people that the people that you're serving aren't aren't going anywhere so it's like you know there has to be a bit of a, a balance there but that sort of idea that that grind and hustle culture is kind of all over social media right every everyone in their in their grandmother is, is now got like a side hustle whether you're selling some kind of product or um you know you started up a business of your own but like it, there's so much there's so much um out there now and it's like you know there's always that fear like if I don't if I don't step in now like I'm never going to get ahead of it but I think the honest to god truth is I don't think we're ever really going to get ahead of it because I think it's going to just continue moving at a much quicker pace and I don't say that to scare anyone right if you're listening to this and you've been thinking about starting a business and you're like hell no 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 like <laughs> please just know this is just my experience over the past couple of days these are just my thoughts but definitely worth it like if, if, if you're thinking about it please reach out to me and I can explain <laughs> but you know I say we're never going to get ahead of it because like give yourself a break right like go for a walk meditate eat something god eat something have some water like just take some time off because what you see there isn't a, like a reflection like a, a proper reflection of what's actually happening not everyone has the ability to successfully grind and hustle like people will say that they will and they can 
but at what cost, right? Maybe their maybe their careers are incredibly successful, but then, you know, at what cost? And in my experience, whenever I I think about, you know, whenever I'm in that place where I'm like, damn, I haven't rested in a while, and like I really should, but I don't want to. Like I always have to remind myself that. Um, the best ideas that I've ever had have always came to me in a state of calm, in a state of presence, right? When I am the most present, not only in myself and my business, um, in my family, with myself, you know, with my emotions, all of the things, when I am most present in my life is whenever things go the best for me. And for some reason, I forget this every single time I work myself too hard. I forget about that until I don't, <laughs> right? And it's, you know, and again, I, I fully am aware that I'm not the only person that does this, but I just, I find it, I find it very interesting, but my best decisions have never been made, you know, forcing my decisions to come out, hunching myself over a keyboard, um, they've never been made that kind of way. Like, if I'm being quite honest with you, the be <laughs> one of the reasons I'm probably burnt out is because the best decisions I have wake me up at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I should write that down, you know? I should write that down before I forget it. It doesn't mean I have to wake up and, like, act on it now, but, you know, sometimes that does happen, but they sort of come to me when I'm least expecting it. My, 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 you know, my best decisions about my entire life, not just business, this is personal stuff too, um, have happened whenever I disconnect um, from social media, when I go camping, especially when I'm in the water. You know, I remember, um, <laughs> I remember, for, so for so my, uh, my husband and I, for our honeymoon, we, we um, drove from Ontario to um, uh, Vancouver Island and back, so it took us like maybe over a month to do it. It was amazing. We camped the whole way and there was a moment um, we were, God, I can't remember which campsite we were, but I think we were in BC somewhere, but we had like a, like a little private path you know, um, that went down to this nice little rock and my husband like fished off of it and I just, you know, I would climb into the water um, and it was just this beautiful little sort of lookout point, nice little like kind of private beached area that we had with our campsite. And I remember I'm in the water and I'm just kind of floating and I felt fully present and I'm like looking up to the sky and I thought like, wow, this feels really nice. And then like, I just had this like absolutely incredible epiphany about, you know, something that had happened to me years previous. Now, this has nothing to do with my career or business and anything. This was just like some personal stuff, but I, I didn't think about that thing for, for a very long time. And it sort of came to me in that moment of peace, in that moment of like being very present with my myself and my body and my thoughts and being in a really, really good state. So I often, whenever I'm burnt out, I have to remind myself of, of, of lying in that water, you know? And if you follow me all um, over at, at Hide and Seek Life Co on Instagram, you'll know that I'm a big believer in using your memories to sort of guide you towards that place that you want to get to. We call it in hypnosis, we call it your resource state. So, you know, my resource state for, for like the last time I felt present was when I was floating in that war, you know. Um, so like for me, that's really important to kind of remind myself of. and it's important for me to bring myself back to that place and I brought myself back to that place many many times over this weekend when I realized that <laughs> I just simply couldn't you know if I 
if I want to make as, as big an impact as I do, I, I have to be very, very careful about, you know, where I'm putting my energy and making sure that I'm filling my own cup. You know, we hear that a lot. Like that's another that's another saying that gets chucked about a lot. Fill your own cup. <laughs> and I used to hate hearing that expression until someone had said to me one time, "Fill your own cup until it overflows to other people." And I love that because it's like, especially when you're in a uh, you know a, a career path such as being a healer, a coach, um, like a guide, a teacher, kind of guru type person is um you do give a lot of your energy so it's like you you kind of give and give and give and give so whenever people kept saying like fill your own cup i'm like yeah that sounds great but then all i'm doing is just giving them the water out of that cup but when i think about filling it and then it overflowing i just i think of it being like a a shared experience for everyone like because if i feel good then the people i serve are going to feel good it's going to just be a bit more like there's just going to be a nice balance there you know so um, yeah, I just, I mean, I thought I'd share that with you because I just, I, I quite like that, that way of looking at it. Um, so yeah, it's, it's all about reminding yourself that rest is just as productive as being busy because it's always in those moments of rest where you kind of figure out what it is that you need to do to get yourself out of that moment, that busyness that you're in. In some seasons of our lives are just naturally busy and that's okay. But there's a difference between like it being busy and just kind of running yourself into the ground. And I think that a big part for me was being able to notice like the symptoms of me being burnt out. Where that I maybe wouldn't have noticed it before. You know, like I just <laughs> like I get the um the biggest circles under my eyes, like it's like almost sunken. I have that like sunken look where I'm like I look, my, my face at least looks like it hasn't had water in about four years, like it's just not a good look. Um, and I like I sweat a lot, like whenever I'm burnt out, like I'm like, super gross, but I just like fucking sweat from every like orifice that I've ever had. Um, it like, and my eyes start doing this weird twitching thing and it's like I get those little like, you know, silver like floaters in my eyes and it's like all kinds of mad stuff like that. Um, whereas before I would just like been like on Wikipedia and just like convince myself I was like dying or something but now I'm able to be like okay so I'm burnt <laughs> okay why am I burnt out well and enlisting all the ways that I'm kind of burnt out so yeah it, it's just kind of being able to intuitively read yourself your physical symptoms your emotional state your you know spiritual energetic state and all of those things and just like putting yourself first like you're allowed to put yourself first it is okay to take a rest social media will always be there your friends will always be there your family will always be there your jaw will be there waiting for you all of the things that you are afraid of leaving behind will all be there to find you whenever you need it right you're allowed to hit pause it's okay to hit pause it's okay to to you know need to take a step back take a step back and kind of reevaluating but not reevaluating from this place of like forcefulness but reevaluating from a place of like you know kindness and, and gratitude you know like going back to the point I was making previously like if you are someone and you're listening to this and you know you're like yep you recognize in yourself that you do you know chase after that next big thing that next shiny object then I really encourage you to um have a think about where you were 
five years ago, or maybe even a year ago, six months ago, I want you to think about who that person was and what it is that they wanted, right? And being able to sort of reflect on that and being able to see how far you've come. Because I can absolutely guarantee that putting it in a different perspective, like reframing the perspective a little bit, is going to make you feel like it's you're chasing after something less because you trust that it's going to come towards you if you're able to sit with that feeling of, oh my god, I've actually did this for myself. This is where I came from and this is where I am now. And I, in my experience, whenever I started to kind of learn the the art of this, like, you know, the law of attraction, so to speak, whenever I was able to say like, wow, I've really come far and I'm proud of myself, but I'm also grateful for how far I've come. There's, a, there's an element of me that kind of trusts that because of how far I've come and how hard I've worked and, and kind of where I am now. Like I trust that whatever it is that I'm looking for, whatever it is that I seek, will come to me whenever it's ready to. Whenever I'm ready to receive it, energetically speaking. You know, if you're that way inclined, maybe that resonates with you. If you're not, give me a give me a shout and I can talk to you a little bit more detail about it. But um, it, it's just it's putting trust that if you've if you've managed to survive all of the worst days that you've survived in your life so far, then you can absolutely pull yourself through this burnout, right? And I say this not only to those that are experiencing burnout, but I say this to affirm my own burnout, right? Like, I think I'm coming out of the other side of it. Um, I took a little bit of time for myself today. I didn't overdo it today. I think I seen some clients earlier and then I decided to go for a walk before I come on here to record this one. Because, again, the best ideas that I've ever had have come to me from a place of presence. And it's really, really important for me to be present. And I think it's important for everyone to be present. To be present in now. To be present whilst reflecting on, oh my gosh, look how far I've come, right? Thinking about, thinking about where you were and if I think about where I was, I think about little old me that just set foot in Canada with £700 in her bank. <laughs> the minimum amount of money. The absolute minimum. <laughs> because little old me trusted somewhere deep down. It was hard, but she trusted. She trusted that she would make that £700 work. She'd really stretch out. But she also trusted, she must have, that it wasn't always going to be like this. You know? Because it's not. It's not always going to be like that. Whether you're low on funds, whether you're low on energy, whether you're low on, you know, um, compassion or love for yourself, somewhere deep down you kind of believe that you're going to get out of it, you know? So I, I'm, I'm really grateful for 22, 23, oh God, 22 year old Caitlin with such, <laughs> with, with the minimum amount um, of money in her bank account to be able to move to Canada <laughs> for really stretching that 700 pounds out. Oh, let me tell you, <laughs> she made it work. She done a good job and she brought me here. And I, I just, I can't, I can't not be grateful for that. You know, that's pretty wonderful. So my point is, 40 odd minutes later, my point is the hustle culture, grain culture, it's not the way to do it. Whether that's in your professional life, whether that's your personal life, 
your spiritual life, I don't know, whichever aspect of your life, maybe it's all encompassing. But it doesn't have to be like that. It really doesn't. Like, there is another fucking way of doing it. An easier way, a way that's more aligned, a way that's a little bit more heart-centered, a way that just <laughs> prioritizes rest <laughs> over anything else. It's not the one. It really isn't. And if you are sitting here and you've, you've stuck with me so far, and if you have, thank you. And you're sitting there and you're able to recognize, like, you know, generational traits. What I was talking about earlier, like, you know, millennials really stepping away from grind, hustle culture, but they're carrying the guilt over with them. <laughs> Like me, I'm not perfect. I'm not sitting here speaking to you from a place of like having figured it all out. I mean, I wish I had. Nah, actually, I don't wish I had it all. I don't wish I figured it out. Um, where would the fun be, you know? But, you know, if there's going to be a takeaway, another takeaway for you from today, from listening to me here, um, if you do resonate with that, I want you to explore your guilt a little bit. I, want, I give you permission to explore it, right? How can you explore it and how can you step even further away from it like without bringing that guilt with you? Stepping into a place where your days are a little more, more easy and you have balance and you know fill in the blank. Like what boundaries do you need to put in place in order to get to that point? Right? What changes do you have to make? But you know we are stepping away from it and we're doing it. Oops sorry. We're, I just got a little notification. I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> um, we are stepping away from it in a lot of ways which is absolutely incredible but in stepping away we're, we're just we're carrying over an abundance of guilt you know and that's that's a big a big thing that's kind of weighing everyone down so I leave you on that note I just would like you and I give you permission to explore explore it a little bit but be grateful for how far you've come I'm proud of you and if you're not proud of yourself then please take solace in the fact that I am proud of you and let that sort of seep into you being proud of you. You know, a good friend once said to me, you don't have to believe in yourself, just believe in me because I believe in you. <laughs> so let's do that. You know, think about how far you've come and think about how closer you are getting away from that sort of the stage where you have to work yourself to death. But you know, when you consider kind of how far you've come, you will be absolutely blown away by how closer it will bring you to when it is that you want to go. And I say that with as much certainty as I can muster right now. <laughs> but as it stands, I'm going to go have a bath. <laughs> I have a bath bomb that is calling my name and I'm going to crack open a beer and I'm taking the rest of the day off. So like, do not disturb, unavailable, like not a part of my journey today <laughs> and I will speak to you guys in the next episode this has been episode 5 of unsubscribe from the bullshit podcast I hope that this episode has found you well and I cannot wait to hear your takeaways and your thoughts from this episode I love you all you're all wonderful you're all amazing thank you so much for the support for your patience and I cannot wait to speak to you again. Take care. Bye.